2: It's Two Pros and a Cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and the trio is back together. And coming up on this Tuesday edition, we are going to take a look back on Monday Night Football. Are the Kansas City Chiefs in trouble despite the win? And what the hell do the Giants do moving forward? We'll get into all of that. We're also going to speculate about some NFL trade deadline deals that could happen, who should get dealt, buyers, sellers, somebody in the AFC who could be a buyer that could make an interesting playoff candidate we'll get into that we're also going to talk with petros papadakis they've got some explaining to do at usc and if you want to know the name pole assassin and what that means do not go anywhere we've got it for you next here it's two pros and a cup of joe right here on fox sports radio
0: now let's get this party started. you're listening to fox sports radio
2: You know, for some haters, this will be a great day. They will pick and choose which angle of this game they want to watch and take care of there and take go. advantage of. There and we go. will get into all of that coming up here in just a couple of moments. <laughs> okay, rabbit. It is yeah. uh, two pros yeah. <laughs> and a cup of Joe. It's Lavar Arrington. It's Brady Quinn. It's Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to the show as always on the iHeartRadio app and on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are making us a part of your Tuesday morning. We appreciate you doing so. Back together till 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 o'clock Pacific right here on Fox Sports It's been too long, man. Good morning,
3: everyone. Good morning, Brady. Good morning, Jonas, man. Good Good morning. morning. It's it's nice to be reunited. And it feels Feels so so good. good.
2: Yeah, he, yeah he man, can't uh, can't get Brady to show up. I mean, it's unbelievable. Uh-huh. I, don't know, I, don't why, uh, yeah. I don't know why this is. I, uh-huh. I mean, Brady's popular. You know, <laughs> yeah, of we got to we got to get him when we can uh, get him. Of course he is. Let's man. stay away from that. one. Hour yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <So, laughs> one. Yeah, that's all right. You, give Be it a week. Give it a week, and those jokes will start flying. I'm sure. Oh, okay. uh, so that's uh, yeah. that's how that works. I
3: have I have one request for this show. What's that? I, I just want to start every hour off with a happy birthday, wife. Happy birthday, oh, Trisha! That's right. Yes. Well, she, oh. the reason why, and the only reason why I'm making it a thing today, out of any other birthday, screwed up the gift. Well, no, because she oh. turned, she 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 left one decade for a new one
1: oh yes she hit yeah. a new decade that's a, so. that's a big
3: one yeah it's a big one so yeah. that's a big
1: one that's go. an accomplishment by the
3: it way it is you know? it is
2: yeah, yeah so yeah. there you go i
3: mean we, we need
2: to talk later about uh, what the plans are because i know you were thinking grand plans uh did those grand plans come through i
3: don't what? even know what you're talking
2: about oh, okay just, oh, just, you know, just talk time yeah, a little a
1: uh, little romanticism is yeah. yeah, that's just, what we got uh, going yeah. on i'm not really a
3: romantic dude man oh okay i'm kind of a romantic but kind of i was gonna
1: say there's i'm I've seen it in you. I've yeah. seen it in those eyes. I have it in me,
3: but I don't know, if, you know. Well, I mean, it's been a know, long time. Listen, man.
2: she's uh, she's married to a TV star now. You know, it's uh, this is a great no. Great Brady's neighbor. the TV star. Oh, no. Okay, listen, I am I'm not that.
1: leaving today's show at any point in time. <laughs> okay. a TV hit. Okay. Hey, uh-huh.
2: fair enough. All right, fair enough. Um, now, let uh, me, a hit. L- let me just say that. That's <laughs> just, just so <laughs> we're clear. That hit. <laughs> it burnt that up. hit. <laughs> that's a uh-huh. valuable uh-huh. hit. Some people call it a bump. You know, depending on what part of the country you're in.
3: I hope we're bumping into this
2: <laughs> catastrophe. Uh, okay, this this abomination of, of, a, of a football game. I, I, I have I have figured out. I am all in on the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. I will be a Kansas City yeah. Chief fan here, the rest of the season go. because of, because of haters like LeVar Arrington, I'm who, who is dead bathing, in. he is bathing in the uh, in the perceived doom and gloom that is the Kansas City Chiefs. And all of this is a prelude to what you're going to give to Nick Wright coming up later on uh, on on FS1. You love this. Why are you so fascinated with the idea that the Kansas City Chiefs are, are a disgrace? <laughs> I, 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 out of love, the
3: NFL. First of all, I love the way you presented it. That, my fascination of it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, maybe that's what it is. Maybe I'm just a realist. I, you know, to to be at home on a Monday night platform, and you're supposedly the the most explosive team, explosive offense in all of the National Football League, and it's just a matter of time before you get back on track to win. Twenty to seventeen, with a as as a as a main point, a boneheaded offsides call. By the way, I mean the guy wasn't even fully offsides. It was it was like a. It, 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 that's one of the worst getting offsides penalties as a player that you could ever get that that nullifies an interception. Then you get a ghost, which this was not a face mask penalty. Yeah, it was pretty bad. You get a ghost <laughs> face mask penalty that adds more yards on it. Like, was the fix in? I don't know. But to get a twenty to seventeen win against a one-legged, a one-legged New York Giants team in Kansas City, I, I, Brady Jonas, I don't know. I think there was a loss in that win, and I know a win is a win. And you don't have to worry about style points on the win. I get that. But this is a game, again, once again, we're saying Pat Mahomes didn't protect the ball. This team isn't scoring out a rapid clip. It doesn't look easy anymore. And even though they pulled out a victory, it was like pulling teeth out with no Novocaine and pliers. That's what it felt like.
1: (laughs) I, I, I don't think you needed to look at the end of the game. To, to get that impression. You could have just watched the first series. Mm-hmm. And you can watch mm-hmm. this long, methodical drive, and it already told you what's happening this year. And it's actually it's, – it's funny. I, I don't know why it took NFL defenses so long to adapt to this. Do you know no one's seen more drop-eight coverage, zone coverage, than Patrick Mahomes this year? Mm. Which is primarily what you saw against him at Texas Tech. And, look, as good as he was – what you saw there was him forcing the football, him turning the football over, trying to make throws that, you know, really he didn't you know, need to make. And, and you're starting to see a little bit of that now this year. And you started to see a, a glimpse of it last year with teams trying that and successfully doing it from time to time. Now you're seeing almost everyone try to do it and mixing it in throughout the course of the game. softer zone coverages, dropping back into it, forcing them to go the long hard way, see if they'll be patient, and the interception in the red zone. And by the way, you know, you can go back to the, the initial touchdown pass that he hits Tyreek Hill for after Daniel Jones throws an interception on his first pass attempt. By the way, uh, someone on this show, okay, mm. someone on this show, mm. all right, because goes. the odds for a player prop bet for Daniel Jones to be under a half for an interception oh, at gosh. plus 130 – thought maybe that would be a good idea. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you. Someone thought that would be a good idea to give out his betting advice, and the guy's first pass attempt wasn't even pressured, yeah. just didn't see
2: the linebacker
1: <laughs> sliding <laughs> right underneath.
3: I think, you did say, I think you did say Daniel Jones was yeah. going to throw him um, in well,
2: well, let me, no. let me, let me I did, say this. Say um, you did uh, say it? Uh, oh,
0: okay.
1: Oh, no. I, I, I gave out that advice. Probably would... the worst advice. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And so then you come back to that next series – and he's got Travis Kelsey wide open in the end zone and for whatever reason isn't looking that way. I would think Travis Kelsey is your primary target in the red zone. And instead he holds on the football, kind of scrambles up in the pocket, hits Tyree Kill for a much tougher completion and touchdown. But I'm watching that going, <laughs> what is happening here? Like Usually this is, this is an offense where like, he would never miss that. And, and that's one of the issues is, like, he's still passing up the easy ones to make things more difficult on himself. And, oh, mind you, the first player to score a touchdown last night, Travis Kelsey, was the favorite plus 500. I may have given that out, too, which also kind of ruined my night.
2: Oh, jeez. Uh, listen, uh, I would love to know <laughs> how many games in Daniel Jones's career he's gone without turning the ball over. I'd be fascinated to know what that number is. Like we've got a a cracked research staff here. Yeah, I can try to look because because then uh, then it would I would follow that up with why the hell would you ever bet on him to not turn the ball, or throw an interception? I, 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 that would it would be a go to lock bet every time. I don't think he did time. last
1: week. I actually think he uh, took care of the football last week. And he, you know if you look at the if you look at this season, with the exception of that uh, the Rams game where he turned it over a bunch. He hasn't been that bad. He's been a little better at least interception wise. Not not turnovers, just interception. Yeah. I mean, the So outside of the, of the Rams football. game, he's only thrown one other in a game this season. So it hasn't been that bad. He's actually played okay this year.
2: Well, listen, I mean, uh, Ed, yeah. you, Daniel, you bet on Daniel Jones, you get what you pay for. Uh, that now is true. here is, is the. Um, it,
3: but are we getting to a point of if you bet on Patrick Mahomes, this is what you. Wow, you, this, this is what is you're a, paying a, for.
2: Unbelievable, I mean, you got your nicest dancing shoes on, and you are they dancing not all over covered Patrick Mahomes. God knows how long.
3: Huh? I, I'm just saying, man, that uh, uh, that was the worst win feeling that you could possibly have and <laughs> winning a game i mean uh, how, how do you feel like you you have to take a shower and wash yourself because of how dirty you felt winning that would game. would you rather they lost yes,
1: <laughs> yes. i almost wonder if, if they if yes. they look at it and go yeah we, we would have rather lost too yeah, i mean, I mean uh, maybe we have a greater oh, sense of urgency yes you
2: know. man uh, now speaking of uh, patrick mahomes uh, yeah. he did talk to the media afterwards oh. I think that whole running back room has stepped up in different roles um, this entire season. And as the season goes with the offense line, continue to get any better and better at block run blocking and doing that type of stuff. I think that'll be a big part of our offense. Here was more from Mahomes. I see that is just cruel i mean the guy is struggling he's not playing well and then you got these uh these snarky bastards behind the glass and lee and roberto they got to turn him into a louis armstrong frog in his throat swallowing razor blade type uh, sound drop can you believe this you know, so what can't we do a professional people, show here people start to scrutinize the wildest <laughs> I just, I
3: things when understand. you're not and they won the game and that's what i'm saying like it was a loss even though it was a win
2: Put them. Did Brady Quinn put I, you guys I up love,
1: to that again, I, Jonas? You're still doing that overnight show. I this is like a gag from his I I overnight show. That he loves I, to play I, on. I, I don't understand. <laughs> he like, why,
2: why can't we just break he, down the X's and O's? That's you know, what we I like actually to have listeners who are
1: awake on the uh, East Coast. Now. <laughs> this isn't not, don't this don't this a dead middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> I just,
2: I don't understand why can't we can't do a professional show here? You know, Brady turns these guys up to this stuff, these shenanigans here, just disrespectful. I mean, the scrutiny that people get, like,
3: it's like that dude that used to tell jokes and nobody laughed and then yeah. all of a sudden they started
2: yeah. brady start apparently. they were, they were yeah. starting jo- on
3: Jonas the varsity team <laughs> they uh, were making the way, plays good 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 good
1: dub sending me a good stat on the chiefs uh, and by the way it's very similar to clemson which I'm, I'm sure dub is very aware of uh four and 15 against the spread since last november that is yeah. your Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, they uh, are wow. a money pit is, if you're going to try to lay any points with hey, them in any game. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: so, so basically they're the people's team because that's usually what most people do against the spread during the football season. <laughs> so, so they should be all rooting for the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, they're the most relatable team in the it, league.
1: I, I think the one thing that I, like, we get caught up in, I got caught up in this too, is looking at the fact that they easily, they've gone to three AFC championship games. They've gone to the last two Super Bowls, won one of them. And, and again, I've said this, what, a week ago or so. I'm not writing them off, but they're not the Patriots. Like, can we get past that? Everyone in the NFL tries to look for, like, moments where we see history repeating itself. That's not going to repeat itself. It's just not. Like, you're not going to get a team that in three separate times over two decades— Went to, what, three Super Bowls? Yeah, they had had three dynasties
2: in 20 years.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like that's not going to happen again, okay? Like usually you get teams that make a run, yeah, they go to three Super Bowls or, you know, in the case of the Bills, they go to four but don't win any. I mean, you see that, but then you don't see them really come back around. It's the NFL. Everyone's too good.
3: You know, and it's okay that Patrick Mahomes isn't the best quarterback in the National Football League right now. It's it's okay. It's okay for us not to make Pat Mahomes, Tom Brady today. Right. It it's okay. And I I think we romanticize trying to find our next star. And and really the 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 idea that that this this Kansas City Chiefs team is struggling. Like forget about them winning a Super Bowl right now. Let's talk about Kansas City as a team as a whole has to figure out what they're going to do to try to win the rest of their season. I I think we have to understand what we saw last night is a true indication that this is a struggling team. Yeah. 20 points? 20 points. And it took you the entire game to get that three points 20 points to be able to win the game I would love to say let's give credit, all due credit to Judge and this Giants team for playing a heck of a game and an amazing game and what a great game plan if this Kansas City Chiefs team is the Kansas City Chiefs team that saw Patrick Mahomes win an MVP and win a Super Bowl that game is like 60, 60 to seven, sixty to fourteen.
2: Uh, their uh, next three games: Packers at the oh. Raiders and the Cowboys. Oh. Uh, oh. I- I'm telling you right now, it would not shock me if they went zero and three in those games. <laughs> like we're looking at a four and seventeen potentially. You, you know The
1: scary thing is oof. though. Mm. Would a shock you if they won all three.
2: No, that's the problem. But that—that that is the problem. They're volatile, yeah. man. That like you have no problem. idea what you're going to get from time to time with this team. Th- just, that's why it's too hard. It's too scary to Brady's point to
3: write them off. I think a superior team beats them at this point. Like wow. they—they're the a Packers trap game. That. The Packers. Should yes, they're a trap game team right now. Is what right. the Kansas City Chiefs are. They're a trap game team. That's disrespectful, man. Isn't it's that crazy? crazy? I we'll it's true though. It's, it's crazy it really to have yeah. to say it that way, it but is, Kansas is. City is a trap game I team. Know, Just, and and the things you discover about discover, that, right, Brady? Oh,
2: uh, yeah. you know, uh-huh. uh, uh, <laughs> Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first mm-hmm. year. It's amazing because Discover's accepted at ninety nine percent of places in the US to take credit cards. Mm-hmm. Learn more at Discover slash yes, two thousand twenty one Nielsen report limitations apply. <laughs> Uh, it is two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. Lavar Arrington, mm-hmm. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Coming up next, a blockbuster, or is it? We'll get into that next here on, on Fox Sports Radio. NFL trade news with the deadline fast approaching right here on FSR.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern.
2: rack.com slash sports dot The way tire buying should be. It's two pros and a cup of Joe Fox sports radio. It's LaVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR coming up later on this hour in about uh, 20 minutes or so from now, uh, you've got a story that represents every single part of the country, part of the universe, part of every listener here. It ties in and combines all of it in one of the most bizarre tales you will ever hear. uh, Coming up in a little over 20 minutes from now on Fox Sports Oh, great tease. I mean, listen, no exaggeration. It is a uh, this is a mind-boggling situation uh, we will get to here coming up later on. So uh, so there's that. (laughs) I've missed Uh, these. I I, I have missed these. uh, By the way, uh, they come to the Breeders' Cup Mm, from every corner of the globe. The best thoroughbred from around the world with one goal in mind, the title of world champion. Visit breederscup.com slash 2021 for more information and catch all the action live on November 5th and 6th. There it is. Right, talking about horses. You, huh? want that- <laughs> you want to make that? You want to make that joke, or you want somebody else? To do? All right. Okay. Um, All right. Speaking of saying, horses. Cup, well, you know. I mean, speaking of horses, the Denver Broncos oh, uh, made wow. a trade. Uh, wow. Well, the donkeys. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> the, oh, the donkeys. The oh, Broncos. Broncos. The asses. <laughs> Uh, the Broncos have sent Von Miller, future Hall of Famer. Von Miller is on his way to the Rams. Jonas, can can yeah.
3: I just tell you guys, just super quickly, not yes. not the railroad anything, but I have a guy that lives near my home that, like, we're in, I live in a walking community, and he walks asses. Like he has two two burrows, two donkeys, two jackasses. Yeah. that he walks around like I dogs.
1: I was picturing yeah. that. I was like, "Huh? What does yeah. that look like?" It's, oh, it's donkeys. Yeah, oh, he beats donkey
3: yeah two asses, two it, big old asses, it, just be walking it, yeah. down the street.
2: It's like you working with on me. The and rope. Br- it's like you working with me and Brady, basically. No, no, couple, no, uh, couple, no, uh, no, not, not, not quite like that. Yeah. But, but what, I,
3: what I will say is, it's just very interesting every single time I see ropes on the end or connected to an ass. Like, <laughs> I just, it just. Throws me off every time. <laughs> Why? I, I don't know. I, I mean, the whole idea. I wonder if those asses are woman asses or male asses. I don't know. No, like, that's the
1: only one way to find out. Uh, no, can, there isn't. I'll never know. Don't wear a blindfold. Getting a, a step further what is the guy doing with the donkeys <laughs> that's what i'm saying i don't know he walks them though like he well
3: they like, need exercise like i said yeah they do, <laughs> do, they do really
2: they do need <laughs> I, first off
3: i didn't know i thought that asses were were very stubborn like they like you don't walk them like they walk you huh it was, well, oh, uh, I, yeah. I, I don't <laughs> I, I don't know anyway <laughs> that's what i thought about they when they Bert- could be frisky Roberto yeah. totally derailed me on that one because it totally made me think about that because I just saw him walking them yesterday. The neighbor who walks the uh, the asses. It's like you the know, ass walker. I mean, but imagine like and and imagine if you were driving home this morning or going to the store, dropping your kids off to school, and on the side of the road in a walking district, you see two asses going down the road connected <laughs> yeah. to to a yeah. rope
1: eeyore sitting out there being walked by one of your neighbors yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. is that kind of
3: that's kind of wild cheese right
1: well, it like, is it is wild like, right. if i saw okay. someone walk past my house with a donkey i'd be uh <laughs> i'd be
2: like what is going on here it, it's it's weird because you live in southern california so what do we
3: like? So I, maybe it, so. Are you saying it shouldn't be weird? I, it should be commonplace no, to no, see no, a dude no, no, walking that, with that, asses that, at the end of a rope.
2: I think the perception around the country is well, you know, beaches and surfboards and waves, and then you yeah, live next to some much. guy who walks a uh, double ass. I live
3: inland, so I, I I live next. I literally live on a mountain, like my like out back. Like I I could spit on a mountain, right? So so I don't live near the water so i get that there is you know it's a big horse area i if i saw i've seen people riding horses on the road too yeah. right oh, yeah. they, they got trails all over the place that's cool but asses yeah yeah I, 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 hey. but i digress that the 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 idea that denver right now are are burros. they're they're jackasses they're they're donkeys they're not horses right now no they, <laughs> I, I get it like I get it, <laughs> and I get that Von Miller wanted to get the hell up out of there too. <laughs> Indeed, I, sure I get, it, it.
2: Uh, and, I get uh, it. And Von Miller is now a Los Angeles Ram. So, uh, so there it is. It ties into Southern California because the Rams make a move. Uh, they uh, send a second and third round pick in uh, next year's draft to the Denver Broncos for Von Miller, the future Hall of Famer, uh, Brady Quinn. Which begs the question: What's the point of being a draft uh, specialist or scout with the LA Rams? Because they seem don't have any more picks it's over i
1: would would actually make the counter argument to that i I think their job becomes that much more difficult (laughs) because they have a third round compensatory pick a fifth round pick and two seventh round picks so now their job if they're going to use all four of those on actual players and not trade them away for someone else that's a veteran uh you've got to find guys who can make your roster or you know help impact your team at some point hard to do you see teams sometimes with you know, double-digit draft picks because the philosophy is, hey, we want as many opportunities to draft players that we feel like can fit and help our team as possible. This is the opposite of that. So I actually would make the case that their job becomes that much more difficult and that much more important. The, the interesting thing about this trade is you know, Von Miller becomes a free agent after the season. Now, I would assume that the Rams find a way of signing Von Miller to an extension they're not going to just you know, trade away those draft picks and let him go elsewhere. I would assume that um, because, he, one, he's still got something left in the tank. He's not, he's not the player he was when he initially entered the league, obviously, but I think this is only going to help him. And when you think about that scheme, it kind of relies similar to what Vic Fangio has done, right? Brandon Staley was there, you know, falls under that tree. Um, and so I think it'll be a great fit for him. You're playing potentially same side or opposite of Aaron Donald, which should help. And you've got the best cornerback on your roster too. Like it's scary to think about what this defense and what this team could now be. I know everyone's hyping things up because Matt Stafford's been balling out, but their offense has been hitting at that kind of clip this year. You've put Jared Goff back there. I'm not sure the record's that much different. It's, it's to me the way their defense has still been able to come around now and adding this to it, I mean, that—that's that was like really the only thing I think you could have said they needed, and they still have some pros on that roster who can rush off the edge. So, th- this was one of those moves by Les Snead that This is what he does, you know. They—they they have this window of time to go win a Super Bowl, and they are not letting anything, anything pass by without taking a shot or a big swing at it.
3: Yeah, that's the key, and and listen, the, the whole draft picks thing; those things come and go like money, right? Like you can make money once, you can make money twice. The idea of it is, you have a lot of of equity, and the players on your team. I mean, think about it. If and and you're one hundred percent correct, Brady, in saying that this is this is a now or never approach to winning a Super Bowl. They must feel like they are very close to winning that Super Bowl. So what do you do? You win that Super Bowl, and then you reassess. What you want to do with your personnel? Like, okay, we got our Super Bowl. Now we're going to think about what do we do moving into our future. What are the key? Who are the key cogs to this team moving into the future? Because what you can do is you can get those draft picks back by trading those players. You're draft it, it like look at look at the players that are on this L.A. Rams team, and you can almost compare them to real estate. They're an asset. Right now, that it's not cash, but it's it's equity. So you could you could put that 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 piece of property on the market and get it probably a greater return than what it was that you you spent to get it in the first place. You have at least three to four players that could command some serious, serious, serious equity in terms of being able to acquire their services for another team. So, you got to also keep that in mind, but this is this is a win now uh decision, a move that was made. So, they're showing they put the whole entire NFL on notice by making this trade. And it was quiet. Like, I didn't yeah. feel like this was we didn't see this coming. That this just
1: happened. I think about this too in the division, right? Same record as the as the Cardinals. They are losing one of their better defensive players in J.J. Watt, who was having a great year until he got hurt. And meanwhile, the Rams are building, you know, getting a guy like Von Miller. So I just start contrast. You get the sense that this is where the Rams take off and maybe the Cardinals do start to fall by the wayside or at least not stay on the trajectory that they have been on.
2: On the subject of less need. Why doesn't why is this not the approach by more GMs and more front offices around the league? Do they not have the ability or the the approval from ownership to go make moves and and, and sell off draft picks like this because this this is philosophies. Isn't, I it's mean, just philosophies. It, th- this is multiple years in a row they've taken this pr- approach.
3: Some people value uh, we we've, we've already said some people value their draft picks and they want to try to build their teams through the draft. They're not really about being aggressive with free agents. Some teams that's all they want is to be aggressive with free agents to try to build their team. So there's the idea of if you get too caught up into bringing free agents in, your, your team turns into a bunch of mercenaries. You, you have a mercenary locker room versus no culture. you have no culture. So So the idea of it is you still have to find whatever that healthy balance is of who guys are that are belongers and who guys are that are brought in. And because you could, you could deteriorate a locker room very quickly with mercenaries.
1: And so I've seen to, it happen. <laughs> to Lavar's point, think about this. Like, you don't know what you don't know. So when you're a rookie, you get drafted to a team. And if you have a coach there who's running like a college system, you're going to think, oh, this is the same thing. I'm just being paid now. Like, that's the difference, right? Still similar to college, but I'm just being paid. You don't know what you don't know until you go somewhere else, or you have another head coach comes in, and then they run the thing differently, and you're going, oh, "Oh oh, all right, like this is way different than what I thought like I remember getting traded from Cleveland, going to Denver, and just the way that team operated and everything else, you know being in that city, it was a stark contrast to what I had experienced beforehand and 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 that's kind of I think what sometimes happens with players when they get into the league and, and they're, they start moving around teams, you get to see how different organizations do it. And in this case, you know, I think the Rams are able to operate in this way for a few reasons. The first is their owner has cash. He has money. And, and why is that important? Because that means you could sign a lot of these veteran players, right? Because you've got to structure these deals with a big signing bonus. right? You're, you're taking on Von Miller, knowing you've got to open up your checkbook after the season. Because you're not giving up that sort of draft capital in exchange for his services just for the rest of this year. There has to be more of a thought that he's going to be here beyond just the rest of this year, even if it does help you win a Super Bowl. That's the first thing. The second thing is you can do this, but you get got to win. And they largely have. They, They largely have been able to be successful and win. But the third thing to it is if you don't, if and when you don't, you have to have a scapegoat. You have to have someone to blame it on. Who have they blamed it on? Jared Goff. Yeah. So there you go. Like they have had literally the trifecta of how you can get away with this. And by the way, not only a quarterback could be a head coach. Jeff Fisher kind of you know in oh, that course. sort of with for them too, right? And so that that has been the trifecta of how you can operate in this way <laughs> if you're Les Snead and be able to get away with it in the NFL.
2: It, it's so true, too. Uh, it, it, it's, it's, fun, it's funny how all of a sudden Les Snead is like, oh, my God, he's in the – and just what an innovator. And it's like, okay, well, w- what about the, the Goff draft pick, the, the trade they made right. up to move to take him, the, the, the Jeff Fisher stuff? Like there was a lot of people out here that thought Les Snead was in trouble. Like he wasn't going to survive. They thought, okay, well, if, if Jared Goff is a bust based on what we saw early on – We're trusting him to go all in with Sean McVay. Why is this going to be any different? So this idea that Les Snead is all of a sudden just you know uh, uh, the the guy that's perceived to be one of the top notch GMs who's on the hot seat for years out here. Like a lot of people wanted him gone.
1: Let me ask you this: Who was the the general manager back for that Kings ransom trade in 2012? I believe right Um, for RG three, where they traded back out of the pick. Oh, that tr- remember the general yeah. manager was. Oh, oh God! It was one young Les Snead in his first. Was year
2: Was he with the Rams. was wait? Les Snead was the guy behind that trade as well too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. For the RG three, Jesus, Scotty, I forgot he's been there that long <laughs> since 2012. Good God, he, man! Yeah. Well, listen. I mean, uh, I mean, again. so th-
1: so think about that though. Like he has made some of the most been a part of some of the more controversial trades <laughs> that we never talk about because when the trade deadline happens, nothing else happens in the NFL. Les Sneed makes a move and everyone's like, oh, wow, what a play. He's going for another Super Bowl. It's like, they haven't even won one. <laughs> well,
2: They've right. been one. They haven't even won one. And, 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 the, and the best part is when people go, God, look at their, uh, their draft day setup there in Malibu. Well, yeah, they're not making any picks, so who cares? Like, you, you, could, you could be at a, a horse barn. It doesn't matter. Like You could be hanging out with uh, LeVar's neighbor who uh, walks, walks asses, the asses. around. Yeah. Uh, it wouldn't hey. matter. With that you
1: know what, Les does that. He's got great hair, man. That's a good point. That guy. Top two, top three, I'd say, in the NFL as far as great hair for general managers. Now, who, oh, who are, who are
2: oh, the top two of you? just want to give one of the top Eddie two. Eddie Garcia. Who is it, uh, who is well, it Ryan Pace. Pace. Ryan Pace. Two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next here on FSR, this is one of the most bizarre tales you will ever hear, and it involves sports and everything else in between. We'll have that for you next here on
0: FSR.
3: Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from.
2: TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. It's two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. lavar errington Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here at FSR. <laughs> you know, this song came out my rookie year. Yeah.
3: I'll never, that? you know, certain songs. <laughs> I love how you're
1: about to go, I'll never forget it. <laughs> certain songs you'll never forget uh,
3: because of the this experience. this one. It's because of the yeah. experiences connected to, you know, I was that dude that, that you know, said the, the jokes and the jokes weren't funny. And then all of a sudden you find yourself drafted and in the pros and you hang out to songs like this and you sing it and put a headband on and an NBA jersey and maybe even a band aid under your <laughs> eye. And everybody thinks you're cool. Or maybe at least they. Wait a second. At least you thought you were cool. Wait,
2: did you do a band aid under no, the I eye? No, I did. I did. Okay. I did. Did you wear NBA jerseys? I did. Like what? Wes Unseld? Some of the great. Uh...
1: Yeah. Did you wear current or former players? You know,
3: back then I was really into the Fab Five, so oh. I probably would have had a Michigan Michigan joint on, even C-Web. though I went to Penn State. Yeah. 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 Um, I I might have had on an AI jersey. Allen Iverson. Yeah. yeah I might have had an what? AI jersey. Can we go on.
1: back to the to the Fab Five for a second. Yeah. Like, I feel like C Web juwan howard always got a lot of love maybe jalen rose yeah
3: but jimmy but like, king jimmy king, jimmy king
1: no one ever gave jimmy yeah. king any love
3: on ray, ray was the worst like what what yeah. was ray ray jimmy king ray, ray jackson ray, no not, ray. was it ray jackson no nah, what was it ray jackson i don't know Just man honest. i'm blanking on it but that's how the could point. you
1: not name all the fab five if there was five of them
3: i know they were isn't Fab that, isn't five. That crazy yeah but then it, it, you, it was Ray Jackson, by the way. Ray Jackson. But I tell you what, though, UNLV running reds. Oh, yeah. I'll give you. I'll give you their starting oh, five man. early: Stacey Ogman, yep. Larry Johnson. Yep. Hunt Kevin Hunt, mm-hmm. Greg Anthony. Yep. And you could either go with Ackles or you could go with with Scurry. Yeah. Now, name them. Now,
0: right. I,
2: I remember them. And and that that program did it all above board. No, yeah. uh, no issues there. The, the, the was blue, tar- chip, tar- blue chips, Oh man, <laughs> that was blue
0: chips
1: before
3: blue yeah. chips. Yeah, and you wonder why Jerry Or, or, or he got game. <laughs> you, you, wonder,
2: wonder, yeah. you wonder why Tarkatian was chewing on a towel the entire game? He was trying to figure out how long till they take <laughs> this one <win> away from <laughs> us. Uh, <laughs> uh, they never got caught. Nah, well, you know, they never got caught. I mean, not
3: those, not that group. Uh, at no, least. yeah, it's uh but you know, and we all loved them. Yeah, awesome, so much fun. But now named. The the starting five of the 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 Duke Blue Devils that that beat them. Oh, uh, or they Chris, them.
2: Christian Leitner, Bobby yeah. Hurley, Grant Hill, Thomas Hill. Uh, and then you had Eric Meek, Cherokee Parks, who came off the bench afterwards. Uh, Look, you at had, uh, yeah. not, Look at that! Yeah, not, not for UNLV. No, no, for for Duke. The, for the Duke, Duke teams that were playing. Them. Oh, you you're saying that, I'm saying yeah.
3: those, but yeah. the teams that they. Here's what's funny: the teams that the fat five lost to. And UNLV lost to, were Duke teams, right? Yeah. I do believe. Yes. Weren't they both Duke teams yes. that, that yeah. were and in it those?
2: Was, and it was the same. Uh, UNLV lost to Duke in 91. Duke went on to beat Kansas 72-65 in the NCAA final. And then the next year they played Michigan. They beat them 71-51 in the final. You could fact check that. You can quote me on that. That is 100% truth. Why I know that, I have, a, well, I have no life. You know,
3: Lavar did a lot of hanging wow. out during the NBA season and – the, the NCAA tournament season and and ludicrous that fantasy song was out. And and you know at that point in time ESPN zone was like the hottest uh sports bar <laughs> I remember ESPN that you could zone. go to. And and they had like the the VIP like uh what was that? What what were those called? It was
1: like a section or whatever, was right? Yeah. Cards.
3: You remember it had the, all the big TVs in front of you, yeah. and you had yeah. like booths yeah. and stuff. So we used to go in there. My rookie year, before I even played a down of football, I would go down there with with some of the vets. I'll leave them nameless because we. I mean, I don't want to spark up any memories for anybody who may be listening to this, and they may call in and want to fact check me. Um, but we used to go down there, and we would we would reserve literally entire rows of of these these booths at, at the spn zone and, and we would watch watch um Games.
2: Well behaved. Well behaved. <laughs> well
3: behaved. And, and, and eat food.
2: Well behaved. Yeah. Uh, we would. A, eat,
3: we would. We would eat food.
2: It's it's two pros and a <laughs> cup of Joe here was at Fox toast. Sports Radio. Uh, right now, uh, let's get to do a little something we do on the show called this.
0: Sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment. Good thing the guys are here to bring you, in case you. Missed it.
2: All right, so lead the lap. We uh, we only need to get to one story here. This is one of the most bizarre tales we've heard in a long time. Please explain.
0: Yeah, there's a lot to
2: break down here, you guys. Uh, apparently, an emotional support monkey belonging to Texas special teams coach <laughs> Jeff Banks and his stripper girlfriend, who goes by the oh, name wow. Pole Assassin, allegedly oh seriously God. injured a
0: young trick-or-treater. <laughs> Did you just say his
2: stripper <laughs> girlfriend? Pole his, Assassin. Who goes by Pole Assassin. Yeah, pole their pod. emotional support monkey, Gia... Allegedly seriously hurt a trick-or-treater over the weekend. Mm. Yeah. They have a pet Hold monkey on. that bit it, a trick-or-treater. Before
1: we do something like dangerous here. Yeah. Is it confirmed she's actually a stripper? Yes.
2: Yes. yes she's is a it, very
0: famous stripper. She's
2: been on
1: Jerry Springer, amongst yeah. other things. She's is, a pole it, assassin.
3: is it is it confirmed that she has assassinated a pole? Ah! Yeah. And that, if so, how many poles exactly has she Assassinated. <laughs>
2: the exact uh, number would be several. Uh, by the way, I, I love. How, by the way, I love how. I love how the first question is. All right, let's be safe here. Are we sure she's a stripper and not? Hey, is the kid okay? That got bit. The trick or treater that got bit by a pal. Uh, the, okay. yeah, okay. the kid. I will recover. Yeah, the kid will recover. It's fine.
1: Well, they, we, we they, got. We they, got questions about. This yeah,
2: and they had to pry the jaws of the monkey off the trick or treater. That's all right. We just need
3: to know about how many right. poles were assassinated. Right. So, so, if she assassined. really, if she really was right. a stripper Very that was assassinating poles.
2: <laughs> so, by the way, Lee, this coach left his family, correct? That's one of the stories. That, that I ain't never he coming back. He leave his yeah, for, wife and
3: kids for said stripper. Yes, pull assassin. Uh, uh, hey, son, put your mama on the phone. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Betty. uh I ain't never coming home.
2: <laughs> get, a kids,
3: get the Get a kid's a, a hug name? and a kiss for me, but uh, I ain't never coming back.
2: Let's look her up on IG, at Assassin uh, is oh, where you can wow. find her wow. on IG. Oh, I, I, uh, I'm
1: climbing down this wormhole right now, let me tell you. <laughs> okay, yeah? It is fascinating.
2: Now, oh, wow, here now, I Paul go. Polassassin does defend for <laughs> Monkey Gia, saying the kids did uh, go
0: into her backyard, past signs that said, uh, do not cross the line, emotional support animals be- behind this gate. Okay. Can
1: I say this, too, just in defense of the monkey. Um, so our kids did their day. They had farm day. And so my my three year old daughter, five year old daughter, they, they get to go, and they get to pet different ah. farm animals, ah. learn about them, right? Ah. These poor farm animals, they had the fear of God in their eyes, because you've got two year old, three year olds oh. like trying to pick these little chicks up and different things. <laughs> the guys there's like, oh, don't pick them up, don't don't do that, don't do that. Like I feel bad for this monkey. These kids <laughs> by, are probably harassing that poor. Uh, by thing.
2: the way, imagine the scar that kid's gonna have for the rest of their life, and they got to explain it later on. Hey, so how'd you get that? Well, I was trick or treating one time and I took a pack of Rolos from Pole Assassin's <laughs> Pet Monkey and I got bit and, I, and I've and i been left with this my entire life. That's She's actually not
0: bad looking either. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 alright.